Hey everybody, welcome back to Dan Likes Games. My name's Dan, and as always, I like games. And joining me today is a good friend of mine, Ethan. Welcome to the show, Ethan. Howdy, everybody. Uh, so, for those of you, and I'm sure a lot of listeners to my show uh, have come from <laughs> our other podcast, Up and Go With Muffins. <laughs> so, Ethan is, is my co-host on that mm-hmm. show, and... Um, oh, something I do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that shows the reason I've started this show, just because I, I enjoy talking so much and, and I'm, I'm more confident um, recording myself and, and putting my voice out there, really. Yeah, it's a good bit of fun. I mean, it, it, it's definitely it's not something to sneer at how much like just doing something as stupid as up and go off buffins actually like helps you get used to hearing your own voice. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Um, I mean, like... I was talking to some people actually just before we dive into the episode, but mm. I was talking to some people about how um, we're in the car and they wanted to play the latest Up and Go with Muffins episode because they hadn't heard it yet. Mm. And we, we didn't end up playing it, but I said I would be fine with it. I can actually handle even being with other people listening to my voice. I don't think I've done that Which, yet. Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that yet, but I said I was okay with it. Yeah. And, um, but anyway, um, before we dive into it, just real quickly, Ethan, what random question, what was the last game you played? Either board game or oh, video game? God, don't put me on the spot. Oh, actually, no, I remember this. Dune, the board game. And I had a lot of fun. Oh, yes. I, um, I yeah. lost terribly. Um, but my <laughs> friend that was playing, I, I, I don't, I, I forget, it's been long, so who, who are the space monks? The, the prediction one? Yeah. Benny Gesserit. That's it. Yeah, he was playing that and he won off that with their condition. Mm, being that mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. predict who's going to win on which round. And yeah. he got that. And it was uh, it was a lot of fun, um, even though I, I, I did terribly bad because I made a... I, I, uh, I was playing the uh, the sand pe- Sandy People one, right? Um, yep, the Fremen. Yeah. And I got... Uh, what, what, so you know how there's the traitor... Uh, general fella. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I knocked off a guy because um, I had his traitor, and so I took out a lot mm-hmm. of his troops. Mm-hmm. And then so I immediately moved and I got over. I got, I got cocky and went went in on went on on yeah went in on him. And then yeah. the, the next battle he had mine, and so we just uh, and so we just cancelled yeah. each other and pretty much just knocked ourselves out of the game. And due to the <laughs> fact that you just I wasn't getting troops back and I lost like so much, it was it was just a mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. one of those things that when you don't understand the game because it's your first time playing, you just can make it. It's a lot easier to make one of those mistakes that like have lasting consequences. Yeah, especially yeah. because it is like it is pretty punishing. And uh, for, for for the benefit of the game, I think though, I had a lot of fun playing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's good. I've been, I've been like, uh, really uh, wanting a game of June. Uh, again, I haven't played it in a while. Um, but cool, that's awesome. Uh, so uh, we've got a main topic for this episode, a bit different than what I have been doing in the previous episodes. But before that, I just wanted to look at a, a, a few games that piqued my interest and piqued Ethan's interest this mm-hmm. week. And so starting off for me, uh, a game that was announced and meant to come out late 2019, but has been majorly delayed, as a lot of games have been, um, is My Hero Academia, the collectible card game. Oh. Have you seen My Hero Academia, Ethan? I have. Yeah. Do you do you enjoy the show? I do. 
Yeah, I I haven't seen anything of it, but I, I think mean, you'd yeah, like it. You, I think you'd like it. You think it? Yeah. I, I mean, I've been. I've uh, yeah. People have said that that I would probably enjoy it because it's like all superheroes and stuff, and it's quirky. And, it's and, it's the least. It's also like has the least anime tropey things for an anime. It's like I mean, like it's a right, trope. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. In the sense that it's kind it's kind of weird. Um, being that it is a very. It's not a groundbreaking show. Like it's been done before by it's like it's essentially Naruto and Dragon Ball with a different skin, right? Fresh coat of paint. Um, but it's good and it's fun and the characters are fun and it's enjoyable and I had a good time watching it. Made me laugh. Yeah, made me so, smile. So, so you like it. Your sister likes it. Mm-hmm. Um, my girlfriend's sister likes it. You know, so lots of people are, are around me are, are talking about it. So the company Jasco Games, they have this. Um, system collectible card game system called the universes system so you know universe and verses put together and they have lots of different games within that they've got mortal Kombat uh 10 the collectible card game uh street fighter the collectible card game buffy the vampire slayer etc etc and so this is just the latest uh set coming out in that uh line of of games and um yeah, it, it it looks it looks interesting, and as far as I'm aware, it's the only uh, My Hero Academia game out there, um, or at least going to be out there. It hasn't come out yet. Board game, I think you're right. I think it's a video game. But board game, sorry. Yes, I, I do mean yeah, yeah, tabletop games. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know about um. Yeah, I, I don't about video games. I don't really see how you would be able to do a um much other than because it's essentially. Top trumps, is it not? Uh, what the this yeah, game? Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, like um, really fancy top trumps. Yeah, it's 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 Magic the Gathering meets top trumps in a way. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's just it's just it's a it's a much more basic version of, of Magic, you know, of a collectible card game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the most popular being Magic the Gathering. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh stuff like that. So would it this be like? Is, is it kind of like Hearthstone? Because I mean, Hearthstone's yeah, pretty yeah, heavily probably, probably a lot closer to Hearthstone. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I thought that looked interesting, mm-hmm. um, mainly because, like I said, I hadn't, um, I haven't seen any uh, My Hero Academia uh, board games before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you, Ethan, you had a game that that you wanted to talk about briefly. I did. I would like to get Gloomhaven because it has a big box and pretty art. Um, <laughs> no, it no, does indeed have both of those. No, um, yeah, no. Gloomhaven's a bit interesting to me because we had it at my old flat, um, but they were already halfway through a, new, a campaign with some of their friends, so I never mm-hmm. got around to mm-hmm. playing with it because um, it isn't one of those. Because uh, as, as people don't understand um, Gloomhaven, what Gloomhaven is, it, it's kind. I want to say it's kind of like a, a very structured D and D campaign with more with different rules and like different mechanics. Yeah. Like it, it's I would a, agree with that. Yeah, it, it, it's basically just like take take your standard like tabletop role playing game and just sort of maybe narrow it down a bit to a more specific scenario and add in uh, a few different mechanics. Like it's there's a lot more to do with cards and just sort of like oh I want to do this and rolling dice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you take the storytelling and and role playing aspect of of D and D, 
and pull that out of the mechanics of D&D and throw new mechanics onto the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are still sort of reminiscent tabletop mechanics there because of the, mm. just the type of game it is. I mean, it, it's kind of role-play and the fact that you, you, you your character has their own goals, even in cooperative. Mm-hmm. So, like... You know, hmm, okay. Um, I didn't actually know that. Yeah, yeah. So you're all working together to achieve the same, uh, same, same means, but you do have your own sort of separate like goals. Like if you're running a D and D campaign, um, you tend to be all questing together to vanquish the big bad, but you all have mm-hmm. different reasons for doing that most of the time. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're playing. Yeah, like one one character might want vengeance, or one yeah. character just wants to become famous, and and that yeah, sort yeah, of exactly. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, Gloomhaven is one that um, I also have never played, but it has always piqued my interest. I mean, it, it blew up when it came out. Um, yeah, if if you if you go to like the board game geek page, the the just the list of awards it got the year it came out is immense. Mm. I mean, f- for the Golden Geek alone, which is Board Game Geek's own um, award ceremony. It won best cooperative game, best solo game, best strategy game, best thematic game, game of the year winner, most innovative board game winner. Um, uh, it won Origins, which is another big convention best board game um, and game of the year, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, like, it's undoubtedly a good game. You no. know, you, you, it's it's ranked. Oh, it's number one. It's <laughs> it, it, on Board Game Geek. It is the number one game of all time at the moment Mm. and yeah ben ben uh has played a bit of this i think with his with his dad and Mm -hmm. um yeah but it it does look cool and i've never played a proper campaign game like story driven campaign game so it would be would be a really cool game to get into yeah yeah and what's um what's particularly cool about gloomhaven um to me is because like people do especially like Let's try get a complete sentence out here. <laughs> People have used their 3D printers and model making abilities to like mm, like they mm. do in D and D to build sort of like 3D environments for the game, and I think that's really cool. Yeah, um, at one of the one of the places I go gaming every now and then, um, the, the group there that plays Gloomhaven they've done that. They've 3D printed mm. um, terrain pieces and, and all that, and so they've got this giant board that takes up their whole table um in which they play the game on mm-hmm. yeah because i mean like man i i do love a good bit of D, but that's not the, that, that's not the focus of today's episode but will be fun to talk about another time yeah yeah no, i mean role playing in general i i've done a little bit of it but i would love to do more and it would be an yeah. interesting topic yeah we, we, we are um, we are in the process of planning something for uh, up and go muffins we, we're trying to get something together for yes. that but um, whether we will is to be seen. But if we do, please do come and join us. Yeah. Um, and then really quickly, before we go on to the main topic, uh, something that just came up on my YouTube that I thought was funny is um, there's a channel called Up, Up, Down, Down, uh, and it's run by a WWE wrestler. Interesting. And he plays video games uh, with his wrestler friends. And so on a, on a recent uh, episode of, of their channel, uh, they got the designer of Wingspan uh, and they, him and four other res- uh, three other wrestlers all played against the designer. Um, they just played a game of Wingspan. I don't know. I, it, I just find it funny, you know, four wrestlers 
playing uh, board games and video games together. Yeah, well, I suppose like wrestling's always been kind of camp. You know, like it has been very tongue in cheek in the sense that it is for, Mm -hmm. it's like, I mean, yeah, like people are like, hey, wrestling's fake. And it's like, yeah, it's entertainment. It's like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Um, And and so, I don't know. I've, um, I remember when I was behind uh, behind the scenes at Armageddon a few times and the wrestlers have to, like the the day before and they're doing their practice it's always fun to watch them mm-hmm. like because they're just doing like their whole sort of, it's like it's like a massively coordinated dance I mean this is obviously exaggerated over a normally wrestle match because it's you know actually yeah, for yeah, show yeah. Um, but yeah you know it is it's, uh, it's it's incredibly fun so it doesn't surprise me that those type of people also enjoy uh yeah, game. that they stream and, and, and play video games and that sort Versus of stuff. something like yeah. football, which is a bit more serious and yeah. sort of takes itself, <laughs> like, you know, yeah, like people who play football tend to take themselves seriously, whether or not they should. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, I just thought it was a funny video. It'll be in the description below if you want to have a watch of it, um, mm. you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Um, so. Do you want to introduce the topic for today's episode, Ethan? Yeah, yeah. Today we're talking about randomness in games, and um, mm. it's going to probably get pretty broad. But I, I, I'm particularly interested in talking about randomness in competitive games because um, I don't think anyone's going to because like everyone's going to have a lot of opinions on the way you use random random elements to make a game fun or use it as a mechanic. Um, and me and Dan have spoken about this at length many times, but I mean, and, and we'll like changed our opinions. Um, and so first off, I want to get a good definition of random out um, there so we don't talk past each other. Mm-hmm. Um, being that what I consider random is an, as an element that neither player's decisions can have, have control over. Or shower, yeah. Yes. Because, like, for example, yeah, that, I that, remember that is that would be what I would define as random. Yeah, something like, that is out of the player's control. Yeah, because uh, it, each player's control. Because I remember I was having an argument with your dad because he's like, Ooh, "Chess is random," and it's like, "Well, <laughs> chess is random <laughs> in terms of the fact that the other person can play any piece they want. It's not random in the sense, but like, as in, like, his argument was that was random, and I don't think that's very useful to understand randomness that way." Mm-hmm. Um, and so that so that that excludes game like chess or uh, say paper scissors rock, which you might consider a game of ch- like even though it's a game of chance, it's not random. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's that, that's what we're talking about. So what 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 were you talking about with random would be something like if you were playing Dungeons and Dragons and you roll the dice, um, or you uh, mm-hmm. you know, or, or um, or maybe or, or if you're playing Magic the Gathering and you're drawing cards because you shuffle mm-hmm. the deck, like those are something that you cannot directly affect they are otherwise upon acted upon and then you interact with it somehow mm-hmm. if, I, I think that's a good point for one thing i just want to say is is um someone that i listen to on podcasts occasionally jeff engelstein um he's done a lot of study in game design and game mechanics and stuff and i think he coined the, the this term but he puts randomness into two categories he puts it into input randomness and output randomness, and and so the to define both of those, output randomness would be that example you gave with D and D. You want to do an action, so you take that action and you have to roll the dice to see whether you can. Mm-hmm. You know the the dice def, the random element being the dice um, defines the outcome or the output. 
input randomness would be that Magic the Gathering example. You draw a card off the top of your deck, which is the random element, because you don't know what you're going to get, but now you've got your hand of cards and you can choose what to do with that hand of cards. Mm. Yeah, so so there's, there's those two different types. They're still both randomness, but um, they will add different things to games. And, mm. and I think each one can be done well, and I also think each one can be done badly. Yes, and I, I, I think it's far more common that they are implemented poorly. Um, mm-hmm. Mainly because I, I think for randomness to be interesting and implemented well into a game, the whole point is mm-hmm. that I, I think a good a good randomness, is, it should be a feature, not sort of a, uh, a, a bug in the sense that it should promote the player like the point of randomness should be able to promote the player to be able to respond to something, right? To have to do mm-hmm. to have to respond to something, and, and like you know, and think about what they're going to do because of that, not just throw a spanner in the works, as it so mm-hmm. often yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I I personally, I think, and I can't think of any game off the top of my head where it had a random element that i thought that ruined the game for me Mm. um but i think i think randomness is necessary in most games because it adds i think adds three main things which is replayability in a game meaning if a game's got random elements because it's random then it means you know the outcome will be different you know can be different each game yeah it adds it adds tension right if you've got a die roll that you have to do like dungeons and dragons right if if it was just a skill thing like you compared your level of archery to the target's mm-hmm. thing and you go oh well, i can't shoot them so i'm not going to and then when you do shoot them you just instantly hit them there's no tension there. It's the whole thing of you roll the dice, you're watching it roll on the table, and it's like, yes, that hit, you know? Yes. Um, which is important in a lot of games. Um, and then the other thing is, I think, and this is very dependent, but it adds some skill leveling to, to, to certain games. Hmm, that's interesting. I Because I, I, my, my, my point I will make later is that randomness is mainly introduced to actually flatten a skill curve. Yeah, I, I, I guess actually that's kind of I, I think what I'm saying by skill leveling is, is I think if there's a game, right, two game, well, no, if there's a game and two players and one player is much better at the game than the other one, yeah, having randomness in there kind of gives the uh, less experienced player a bit of hope or or a chance to actually win. Yes, exactly. That's 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 the point. I, I think that's yeah. probably that, yeah. and I think that's why it's so poorly implemented half the time. Because mm, um, okay. it's only done with that intention. It's only done to sort of go, oh, well, we don't want the person with the better strategy to win because most people, right? Yeah, yeah. Because, because you know, that that's the thing. Is, when you're dealing with competitive games, you tend to wind up making something a bit like chess. Um, now, you mentioned uh, what your first point was. Uh, t- uh, no, your second was tension. What was your first? Sorry. Replayability. Replayability, right? Uh, and that becomes so. So, what I would say is randomness is a proxy for replayability, right? Because you can play chess as much as you want against different people, and it's the different people that are the source of the randomness. Right. Um, yep. Where instead, yep. what they do is they remove it. They, re- they remove the responsibility of replayability from your 
fellow gamers, um, mm-hmm. and they put it into the game. So they sort of hard right. hard yep, code yep. it there. So whether if you're playing sort of um, chess or Magic the Gathering, you know the Magic Gather is kind of a bit different from chess in the fact that it also has randomness within it, but it's also got randomness outside it with how you can come to the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And, yeah. No. I, as for tension, yeah, yeah. And as for tension, um, I don't think I necessarily disagree, but at the same time, I don't know. In personally, I feel it, it depends to the degree of again how competitive the game is. Because I, I think it's uh, stupid tension if you've had the better strategy or game, but you can lose on a dice roll. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If, if An example of that is the designer of Magic the Gathering, Richard Garfield. Um, he creates what he calls toy games, mm. which are games that aren't meant to be played. You know, they're just meant to, to show a point, right? Yeah. To... to they're used in to help with talk about game design or something. You yeah. The so one that he's got is random chess. That's what he calls it. Oh, that sounds the fun. game is exactly the same as chess, but at the end of the game, you roll the die. If it rolls on a one, the winner is the loser, and the loser is the winner. Yeah. And and yeah. So so he says, you know, then people will say, oh well, then what's the point in the game? Because then it all comes down to a, the roll of a die. Right. Mm. All comes down to a random element. But because it's, you know, uh, two to six, you know, the winner remains the winner. So therefore, those people that are good at chess, you know, what's his name, Magnum Carlsen or whatever. um, They're going to win five out of six times on average. They're still, yeah, they're still going to win five out of six times. The people who are at the top of chess at the moment are still going to be at the top of chess if it was random chess. And, you know, the strategy guides that you could buy for chess would still work and could be implemented into random chess it just adds that little bit of randomness and he said um from memory he said his his point was is is it shows that you know people would maybe look at that and go that game's all about randomness and he and he goes well no it's still got you know 90 percent skill in it or or whatever that that, that uh, yeah i mean that's kind of a moot point in the sense that he's basically going okay if you the game is exactly the same, but if you win, there's a chance you don't. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it, sure that's random, but the, I mean, I get the point he's trying to make. But I mean, you could it's mm-hmm. very arbitrary. Um, yeah, but I, yeah. but I, 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 I probably I, I, I suppose it comes from a place of seeing that most people would probably call that a random game. See, I wouldn't um, mm-hmm. in the first place because I just uh, yeah, like depending like if it was fifty fifty, I would. Yes. Because, um, yeah, yeah, if it was 50-50, it would literally just be, doesn't matter what you do during the game. Yeah. 50% of the time, you know, 50% of the time you'll win, 50% of the time you'll lose. Yeah. I mean, the strategy then would literally be to, like, just kill one person as fast as you can and roll the dice and get the game over with. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Um, so, but, but, but that, that's an interesting point, though. I wonder which... Like what the tolerance there is? Like is seventy thirty still random, or is that totally I mean, beyond random? He 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 went he went up to the point of saying forty nine fifty one is is it would you would still have the top people being at the top 
um, of the game because no, you'd you have know, the people who no, you'd play you'd have the people who play the most being at the top of the game if you when when the distribution is there, not necessarily the top. Because that means all I would have to do, if if I was playing against Magnum Castle and I'd win fifty nine percent of the time, statistically, I would if I wanted to have around the same expected rank as him, all I would have to do is play as much as him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um. So. So. Yeah. so, so, uh, so like, <laughs> like I said, all I'm doing, I'm just repeating his yes, words yes. and. Uh, saying them to you who i would say is a smarter person than i to think them over <laughs> no i i mean like that he, he he probably has a point there and it's also easy to take things without context so i'm not i'm not i'm not going to say fucking i'm not going to say old uh old, old garfield doesn't know what he's talking about here um yeah but um i i think to say that oh a game is random uh, is not random until it's 50 50 is uh Mm. No, yeah, a, a no. bit, a bit sort of plaza or you know, um, yeah, very hand wavy. Like, because they're, they're okay, sure, technically it's not perfectly random, but it's functionally random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's not def, It's definitely not a hundred percent random. Yeah, and um, and 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 this is one that I don't necessarily agree with him on. But he said that you know he believes no game is a hundred percent random or a hundred percent skill. You know, he right. said you've got, you've got high skill, you know, low luck, you know, l- low skill, high luck, or you've got low skill, low luck, you know, which is something like tic-tac-toe or yeah. whatever, or high skill, high luck, which um, a lot of war games probably, you know, yeah. where you've got the, the skill of deciding where you're going to invade, but then you've got the luck of the dice rolls, yeah. right? That would be high skill, high luck, which I do agree with. Yeah. I, I agree with those statistics, but I do think, do you, do you know the game War? Yeah, with the deck of cards, right? You mm. shuffle the deck of cards, deal it between you. You each flip over a, a, a card. Whoever has the higher card wins. Mm. That is, to me, one hundred percent random. You can't. Yeah, I don't, it's, it's functionally a random number generator that you're counting. And yeah, the, yeah. you're both rolling. You're both rolling a die. Whoever gets the right, higher number wins. You know. Yeah. That. That's just random. That there's no skill in. That. Yeah, I, and I'm um, I'm not sure I, I I would agree with him saying that there's all there is necessarily um ran, random elements in. Again, this goes back to how we defined random when we started talking about that. He might have a different understanding and use random slightly differently than how I defined it when we started talking. Um, and so that would potentially make something like chess um, high skill, low luck. But the, but but the way I've defined it, there is no luck in chess. It's just you know mm-hmm. what you do. And I in the sense that I suppose you can get lucky that your play if your thing makes a mistake. But that's an error mm-hmm. on skill. No, but like the the thing is, yeah, that that is a if, if the mistake is if the mistake is a mistake due to a fault in choice, not a mistake due to something else acting in the game, then it is not. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. it is still a skilled mistake. You know. Uh, an example, an example he gave for randomness in chess is he said if you're at a position, and I'm not sure how many of these positions come up when with chess because mm-hmm. I don't play chess that often, but where you've got two equally, essentially equally, uh, uh, optional choices. Right. You know, e- each one is equally as good, and then the ran. So, like, so if your opponent has that, you know, decision to make, the randomness 
comes in on the decision they make because they could have made either or decision. They could have done a coin toss and made either or decision. It was just as you know uh, viable. Each one was just as viable a choice as the other. I'm not sure how you could functionally even prove that. No, I don't. I don't. I, I don't know I, I, how you could. I I, I I get his argument, but I don't think that I don't think that stands mathematically. Because um, I mean, because you could, can't a chess bot, right? Is meant to you know like the high leveling chess bots on chess.com or whatever yeah. that website's called. Um, you know, that even they aren't perfect because if they were, then we would have solved chess. Yeah, but we haven't solved chess. You know, yeah. they make what what the code and everything thinks is the best decision, but they're still wrong. Yeah, so, like, it, it, it comes down to how we split, like, because it has to respond to you. Because um, yeah. you, you are the ultimate source of randomness in that game. Being that you can make an arbitrary decision, the skill is in responding to the arbitrary decision in the best way. And so his point, his point saying that, okay, given a set of positions, if two are equally as likely to win... Um, or equally as valid. But the problem is you can't... It's impossible to know if a move is equally as valid at the time mm-hmm. of the move. Because the yep. next... Because as soon as... Because what they, what can happen is, you know, retroactively, I make... Okay, well, I've got two equally valid moves in front of them. I make one of them. The next move, you make one, which makes those previously two moves have different weights. And yep. that, that's yep, why, yep, yep. I mean, that's the game of chess. You're essentially waiting. Um, each move you make is changing how good or as a response to how good your opponent's last um, move was. Mm-hmm. And so to say that there's like, it, 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 it's pretty much purely hypothetical. I mean, I don't think it's, I mean, you might be able to prove it mathematically that you can have. Um, two equally valid choices of moves in chess, but I, I, I still think that's a bit moot. Mm. Yeah. I mean, uh, do you want to, do you want, shall we backtrack a bit to, to your thoughts on, on, uh, on why you think randomness shouldn't be in, in competitive games? Oh, well, I, again, one second one, I should, I should qualify. Um, not that it shouldn't be, but it shouldn't be, present in the way most games use it would you would you in simple terms would you say then like you shouldn't have output randomness in in competitive games or i think maybe that maybe yeah yeah okay i suppose uh, broadly because of course there's never going to be one rule i would consider output randomness to be um yeah just not ideal um, but I, I just remind output randomness being okay. I want to do this thing, therefore there's a chance of succeeding at the thing. Yeah, because because I, I think all output randomness in a game should be dealt between the player interaction, not the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially in a competitive game, because to say to introduce an element of output, because 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 what I think I I think the proper place for randomness. In output randomness and input randomness is in cooperative games, not competitive games. Right. Yeah. Um, because I think the point of having a competition is, I mean, it, it depends on like why you're doing it, but mo- most of the time, if you're having a competition, the point is to I don't know best your opponent, and having something and having a random source that can just make something not work doesn't yeah. really. Uh, 
it doesn't paint a very clear picture of who won. Yeah. Like if we were yeah. playing a game and I could have the better strategy, but even if I had that, there was still a 55% chance I, I would lose. Uh, sorry, that you, uh, sorry, if there was still a 45% chance you would win just because of the way the mm-hmm. mechanics work and, you know, um, then it wouldn't be very competitive, would it? Because what that means is we're pretty much yeah. fighting for that last 5%. I, 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 think, I think for a competitive game, you want the player interaction to account for like 40% of the shifting of the, the, the win rate. Right, yeah. Right, so like you can have like 10% either side that is dealt by a random source but not necessarily output, and it's probably better done if it was input. Um, because like Magic the Gathering does it really well, and, and collectible card games do it very well, with the idea where the game, there, there's a game outside the game, being what is your, figuring out what your opponent's going to play, yeah. what are the possible strategies, what you can do, and once, I mean, you, once you're there, you've kind of, you, you, you do have, it is the luck of a draw, but it's but that's sort of minimalized. Like the better deck does win more times. Yeah, and I I, I like um, something that I don't think it was Richard Garfield. I think it was a different podcast. But what they brought up is you know you, if you watch Magic Gathering tournaments and you see you know on the final win of the game you know the final turn of the game the person happens to draw this card that will is going to do five damage and finish off the the opponent right and they go oh my goodness you know it's 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 how lucky he was to draw that card then and um you know and win the game and the person was saying well no he could have drawn that card any of the last five turns yeah right and he would and he would have won the game when he drew it yeah he just so happened to you know, and and they were saying it was a, a luck or random chance that he that he managed to draw it. Then, no, it was skill that managed him to su- that he managed to survive until he drew it. Yeah, yeah, right? I, I I think I think that's a point. It's like and the, and the, the fun in to me the fun in like games like Legends of Runeterra, Hearthstone, and stuff is mm-hmm. going in with a strategy and surviving until you can execute it. Um, once you get yes. what, once the randomness yes. happens. Uh, and the and the skill is in survival, not necessarily the execution, because I mean you're playing cards; it's not that hard to execute. Yeah, I mean if if we if that's a good example, if you bring up Legends of Rune Tarot, I've got a deck on there that I built. I haven't played that game in a long time. Neither. I should play some more, but um, I've got a deck on there that I've built, which is all around characters that to do with death, right? Yeah. And I've got two characters in particular that I need to get them onto the board. I need to level them up. And then I need to play this particular card, and it will essentially win me the game, mm. right? The luck of of me playing that deck is drawing those cards, yeah. Right. The skill that I've got to implement, because playing those three cards has no skill involved. The skill I've got to implement is surviving until I can do it. It's responding to your opponent's. Um, yeah, responding yeah. to my opponent's um, actions and and making sure they don't you know wipe me before I can yeah, implement the most my master way. plan and. Yeah, because um, because I've played against that deck, and the thing I learned to do was just learn to learn to do, take a deck that kills him before he or le- yeah. le- puts a and, lot and of pressure pretty- on it before you can actually yeah. do anything. <laughs> um, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But if because sometimes and, and that is sometimes just to do luck with the luck of the draw. But hmm. um, there is there is certainly an element of skill expression in terms of knowing what cards you have in your deck, knowing how many you've used, what that means for your next draw, that sort of things. 
Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. So, yeah, no, um, I'm not sure I would 100% agree that most competitive games put randomness in wrongly or badly. Um, well, but uh, if, if I was to make a final statement about this, I would say, in my opinion, I would compare randomness and salt, right? Okay. Most food, most, you know, most stuff that you make to do with food, you want some salt in there, but too much salt and you're just going to spit it out and it's going to be gross. Yeah. Not right? enough sand. Salt and it's going to ruin it completely. Yeah. You know, mm. and to me, I think randomness is the same. Put the right amount of randomness depending on the game. Oh yeah. Um, you know, so, so some games, uh, bang the dice game for example. That game is ridden with with random dice rolls. Yes. You know, but it's a short. Yeah, but it's built you know, to fif- be that. Fi- like I, I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. It's a fifteen-minute game. You know, it's it's just you're just rolling the dice, doing whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter that that is you know I don't know seventy yeah. percent luck. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, it's it, it's a competitive game, but it's not a competitive game. And in the sense that it's yes. competitive yep. that you're playing against each other, but you're not sinking in an hour. And everyone who goes into the game knows that how that 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 there is an element to it, right? Because what 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 has always upset me the most with randomness is going into a game not realizing to the degree to which my moves don't matter. Right. Like yeah. I remember when, like, like be- because of that, I I just have to be in the mood to pl- right mood to play Munchkin, right? Yeah. Because it is just so sort of well, it's luck of the draw, you know, things that go horribly wrong, and so you have to be in the mood to take it in your stride. Where if I want to sort of play something a bit competitive and like win, um, you know, do haha, my my all according to Keikaku sort of thing. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not going to have fun at that time playing Munchkin, but it does not mean Munchkin is a bad game. No, yeah, exactly. It, 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 it you can be, yeah, no, I, I agree completely. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, and uh, oh, what was I going to say about randomness? I had one, I had one final thing. Uh, well, that thought's gone. As, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hate getting old. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, what are you now? 20? Yeah. Shut up. Yep. <laughs> See now my old age. Yeah. Well, um, I think that about does us for randomness. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if, if, if you listener got anything out of that, but I, I thought it was enjoyable to talk about. Yeah. I find it interesting. I find game... Uh, uh, what's called ludology, actually, the study of like game design and, and game mechanics. I find that sort of stuff interesting, mm. and um, so I do find um, randomness yep. quite quite interesting, and, and and the different ways it can be implemented. Definitely, and I mean, I'm a bit of a unique thing in the sense that I probably get a little bit more fun of actually sort of talking about games and how they work compared to playing them. Um, yeah, but I mean that, that that's. Uh, yeah, no, that's, I, I enjoy it too, and um, and the, this podcast is all going to be about. I'll, I'll talk about games. Sometimes I'll talk about different elements inside games, or different topics, or um, you know, or there'll probably be times where I just feel like chatting about games in general, and mm. and I'll bring you and Ben on. We'll just have a good old yarn, good old you yarn. know. Yeah. yeah. Um. So other than that, um, 
what are you have you got anything coming up to do with games or or anything other than getting some nice fancy new internet um i very much am trying to put together this tabletop um up and go muffins thing but that is uh, mm. that is a mm. scheduling challenge yeah no uh that would be fun though it, it would be good yes um <laughs> In general, at the moment, up and go with muffins is a bit of a scheduling challenge. Well, yeah, but, exactly. Uh, That's just due to my work mainly, and Luke's Luke, Luke and, uh, Luke and your no, schedule doesn't help either. It's all of our all of our works just aren't Sync. coordinating. No, because because you, you get home and yeah, you know, we won't talk about it on this podcast, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm not up to much. I've got board game night coming up this week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my birthday today, actually, and I I I got Everdale so it is. for my birthday. Oh, cool. <laughs> Happy yeah, birthday, and Dad. I was like, oh, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> um, what I'm what I'm very excited for is, um, yeah, I got Everdale, which which I have played and and I talked about with Ben, um, but also I talked about in the last episode a game called Dune Imperium, and I also got a bunch of money for my birthday, so uh, Ooh, you know what's going to be coming into my position pretty soon. Black <laughs> cooking. <laughs> no. Uh, anyway, thank you for uh, joining me, Ethan. Uh, always a pleasure, Dan. Thank you. Thank you for having for, me on. For those that want to, to hear more of Ethan, uh, like I said, you can listen to him and me and our good friend Luke on our other podcast, Up and Go with Muffins. Um, I'll put all that in the description below. Um, other than that, last thing to do is say goodbye. So goodbye. That's Swedish, isn't it?